0: Kaelin can if you want.
1: Welcome to post-credit depression where we talk <laughs> she about- She always says it off script. <laughs> yeah, what do you mean? Why can't I say it the way I want to? It's You're just funny. A- it's it's Pogo. Flag. Pogo? I think a lot of people will like it and they'll remember it's it. It's not a Pogo,
0: but it is funny. Anyways,
1: it's a character welcome trait. to post-credit depression where we talk about this week's current hyperfixation. So, what are we talking about, What's Lari? your name and your fucking back? Oh my accent? god. <laughs> People are getting mad at me. My name's Kinsey. <laughs> and my fun fact is, apparently my pogo is that I don't listen to the script, and I say whatever I want. <laughs>
0: my name's Mariah. My fun fact is that I got a new pop figure for my Peter Pan collection.
2: My name is Kaylin, and my fun fact is if Mariah says something fast enough and confident enough, I assume she's lying. Do you assume I'm lying if I speak with confidence? If you say it, like, right away, like, if I ask you a question and you're like, nope, this is what it is. I second that. And you give me these Mariah eyes, I'm like, I think she's lying because I've seen her tell her, Grandma, I just like that very
1: (gasps) fast. What if I just am
0: that confident in my answer and it's the truth? You're not. Sometimes (laughs) I I am. No. No, Mariah sometimes i just know the answer that fast
2: i just saw 12 it, it's your curse lie. i mean honestly it's like you're you're the funny liar friend because we laugh when you lie to other people but then but then you know, it lie, in we're like,
0: i don't lie to you guys though
2: that's a bold lie
1: <laughs> i've caught you why are you lying right no. now and they're that white almost... lies they're white lies okay sometimes.
0: i would say that one of the things i do is i will speak very confidently but if i don't know the answer i will always end it with but I'm not 100% sure. Like you could be like, Mariah, how do you make the color green? And I'll be like, I'm pretty sure you mix blue and yellow. But I'm not 100% sure. That way you can't you can't fucking crucify me for Have you getting ever taken it wrong.
1: color theory, Mariah? You are huh? a liar, and we love you still. All right, <laughs> just accept it. We we know you. We love you. I trust you. We...
2: Listen, I trust you in my life. Yeah, nurse, I, I
1: didn't too. trust you
0: i never lied
2: it's specifically it's a certain voice it's like if you if, if you come back immediately and you have this confidence and there's this look in this eye this like formidable titan wall drawn up where i can't see the truth even if i like tried and this is all you're presenting me with i'm like i have to accept it whether it's a lie or not yeah but like, no, I've, seen it's, her, I've seen her give her grandma back. the same
1: face whenever you do it i'm like well i can't say anything back <laughs> but I know that she's lying. Like, that's all. It's like accepting your death. I medicine. don't know if
2: she's lying. It's just, like, like, her grandma would call, and she'd be like, where are you at? And she'd be like, I'm at the library. And she will be sitting right next to me. And, like, the way she says it so quick <laughs> So we're literally,
1: like, three hours away or something, like. <laughs> <laughs> In a pool at Kalahari. <laughs> yeah. Like, It's the the naturalness of it, you know? Like, just, it happens so quickly. I've been my
0: whole life for those type of lies, guys.
1: It's it's
2: impressive, (laughs) but it's... They're not lies that hurt anybody, so that's why I don't feel uncomfortable, but, like, when it happens to me, she could, listen, it could be 9.999 times out of 10, not a white lie, but I always will, like, guess it because of how good she does it. Yeah.
0: One time, Caitlin asked me where I was, and I was like, I'm with my friend. And she was like, no, you're not.
2: Yeah, you're with Kaylee. <laughs> you know what's funny is I was screwing with her. I really believed her. I was so gullible. And I just kept saying it over and over again. I was and like, like, I'm with like, my friend. Text. Like, no,
0: you're not. And I was like, yes, I am. She's like, no, you're not. You were not with your friend. I was like, fine. I'm not. I'm lying.
2: And I was so shocked. I was like, oh, that was an accident. I didn't mean to actually discover that.
0: Because <laughs> it was just a white lie. But I was like, she's very persistent.
2: Well, I bet you were like, "What if she has my location? What if she knows somehow?" Yeah, exactly. It's like, "What if
0: she is actually near me and she knows? What if she has my location? What if she's calling?" I got me? it to her head. <laughs> yeah, it happens.
2: I do be watching Mariah's location though. Like, I I send her that um, what's that guy's name? The, the guy who's like twenty something years old and he's like really small. It, it's like a meme. A, a reel. It, it's kind of like the name Halil or something, but like. Hashbula, That's his name. Have you guys seen him? He's, like, yeah. literally this baby man. He's, like, 20-something years old, and he, like, is oh, yeah, he yeah, yeah. a toddler. And it's, like, him eating, and, like, he's just looking, like, all casual laid back, and it's, like, me watching my friend's location, like, while, you know, just snacking. That's me with Mariah, because one time she went out with uh, Kaylee, and I was like, so what are you doing on the street, you know?
1: No, that's like when Kaylin pulled up to your house and spoke to you through the window. <laughs> yeah. She was there you know I try to hide stuff from you guys and I feel like sometimes I can hide it but I feel like other times I like don't cover my tracks enough and Mario will be like hey what's with those books on the wall I'll be like Oh my gosh! Oh my was the one god! Oh my god! Like, how'd
2: you get that from the Snapchat? Like, it
0: was the whole the whole rundown of caitlin's in my conversation about that day. I was like, I know, and
2: and Mariah was like, try to get her to send another picture, and I was like, I kept sending snaps, like, hey, kenzie like, no, because I'd already caught, I'd already caught yeah, and she kept only responding with chat,
0: yeah, yeah, which somebody. didn't help your case. You should have went for, like, a ceiling shot, dude. You should have went for, like, a plain ceiling shot, and we wouldn't have, we would have, like, I don't know.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, bro, he, I, was, I was going full deny. Like, I'm busy right now. You should like, else. went to another room. I was going to be, like, like, one of those gaslighting angle. boyfriends that are, like, don't you love me? <laughs> Shut up, I'm busy. Like, that's what I was going to do. Uh, It's so funny. Unfortunately,
0: like- the Scorpio placement is always watching and suspicious of things, so...
1: The difference
2: between me catching Mariah in that one white lie and Mariah catching you in that white lie is Mariah instantly and actively is that smart and new. I literally was just fucking around, like, being, like, a dum-dum. Like, I didn't expect Mariah to be lying whatsoever. I completely believed her. I was just like, you're lying. You're lying. I kept saying it over and over again for no reason. I did not had any, like, bad suspicions. And then when she confirmed it, I felt like a superman. I was like, oh, I
1: Mariah tends am to have a genius. Evidence.
0: Yeah, I keep the evidence in my back pocket for a later date.
1: <laughs> Kids, sure uh, you me mean, at this point, whenever Maya catches me, I just go yeah. <laughs> FINE! Like, you got me! You're so smart! I <laughs> after listening to not the death lying note. To
0: me. But the second I'm proven maybe you are, I'm like... Mm, <laughs> but I won't call you out. This is what I told Kaylin. This is what I told Kaylin. Not with like our friend group. I'm talking about like random people in her life like her coworkers. I go, when you catch them, you do not confront them right away. You have to save that for a more useful time but when you have more <laughs> evidence to fully we can support use for you. Later. You have to, because if you the, call them out, for instance, some... Kelly at work, if you call her out on her actions, she will stop immediately. You cannot do that. You need to make sure you have it all wrapped up in a you know, little bow.
1: Our listeners <laughs> probably think that Mariah's crazy right now. But honestly. No, they figured I that think, out in the Death Note episode when we were so... talking about her
2: lying then too. Yeah. yeah.
1: I feel so loved. I don't even care when Mariah catches me in the lie because I know she loves me. So I'm like, if anything, no. the fact that she puts that much attention to detail in my life, is clear she loves me. And <laughs> a normal person would say that maybe I have an attraction to toxicity, but I think she cares about me.
2: Kinsey's lying is just repressing and withdrawal of the truth like she just doesn't ever say it that like she doesn't really she won't lie. tell
1: the whole truth
2: no like straight up I'll be like you right. know how are you doing where are you at and like, she, like Sagittarius like just left on red. I don't get anything like there's not even like a made-up lie she's just not talking to me <laughs>
1: I'm yeah like I'm fine I've been all right and like you guys are like are you though I'm like if I had something to say, I'll say it. And you're like, no, you won't, though. Three days later,
2: she's like, here's everything that has happened the past, you know. Literally. i robbed a bank. I have, you know. I robbed a
1: bank. I've cried eight <laughs> times. I threw
0: literally up.
1: That's literally so true. That's why y'all probably know what's wrong with me when I haven't spoken in a while. How do I um, lie, Kinsey? Badly. Kaylin, okay, so, <laughs> Kaylin lies very badly. And I will look at her in the eye and I'll be like... Did you do this? And she looks at me like I'm the well, mother yeah, and she's the child and there are tears just welling up behind her eyes. <laughs> well, it starts
0: off with like this long-winded story.
1: Well, first, yeah, no, no. I'm saying I'm saying like in the moment when like I'm I'm like hammering down on her, you know what I'm saying? But like if I'm like just talking to her, she can tell that like the vibes are off. She starts over-explaining herself when she sees me paying too much attention to her. And I'm like I got her where I need her. And then I'm like and then I'm like hammer like Bam! Did you and do it? And it like
0: slowly brings the walls of confidence down in her soul. You <laughs> yeah. See them
2: yeah.
1: One by it feels one. Like... This is like Chinese
2: water torture. You both are just
1: so mean to me. <laughs> no, I'm not trying to be mean. The thing is, I know you'll tell me. Like, I know that you're basically going to turn yourself in. So I don't even feel the need to just, unless I'm really mad and it's more of like an emotional thing where I'm like reacting on my emotions, I don't feel the need to just come in and drop something in front of you. I can just come in with a presence and be like, hey, uh, what what was up yesterday or how were you doing yesterday I like and you'll all- that got in trouble. You will like, already to 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 be like I took two cookies from the jar mom I'm sorry please if I tell you now is there that bad of a consequence for it like it feels like you're trying to like lessen- or she'll
0: like deny it and then the next day she'll be like okay
1: I yeah, have to yeah, yeah. You know, every every topic's different based off of how she really does <laughs> it and if it's a topic she's really ashamed about or feels really bad about she'll be like I'm gonna lie for now because I'm not ready to feel bad about this. And then the next day she'll be like, "I had some time to process. I lied to you." And she'll tell me. I you, always like... say that too. I'm like, "I lied to you," and I'm always like, "Kayla, why did you lie to me?" You know. <laughs> but essentially, well, I do the same thing, just without physically saying something.
2: B. B. Yeah, wow. the cancer front and the sag rising really don't be helping my s- Scorpio moon trying to fabricate.
0: <laughs> I've had to teach Kayla the Scorpio ways. That's, that's the truth.
1: I
2: really, really thought, I mean, Kaylin, Kaylin No, 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 straight satirizing. up, when the, when the book on the wall thing happened, I was like, right, right, and she was like, listen,
1: shut up. She
0: wanted to call you out right then in the moment. I said, no.
1: Well, Kaylin has a satirize with her Pluto in the first house, so she really just, she'd be letting everything out. Like, she'd be like,
0: I know. I was like, Kaylin, unless- we don't have enough proof. We can't accuse, because she'll close up. You can't do that.
2: You, she was like, let's try to get her to slip again, which you were already on to us, but like- She's the like, thing is, I do
1: the same thing that Mariah does. So when Mariah yeah. catches me, I'm like, she's trying to get me to slip up right now. I've got to make sure I don't. Like, like <laughs> Mariah, and we're at war with one another yeah. in our heads. And sometimes I beat Mariah. Sometimes she beats me. You know, like, it depends on the emotion. When emotional. do I win? Kaylin, you, you <laughs> play the long game, like the long, long game, where you have every receipt ever written. That's what you yeah. play. I have a good memory. Bean, Bean, get down. Yeah, you do. Oh. Bean.
0: Yours is more, Caitlin, like, not like catching people in lies, but you're, like, adding up receipts and habits, so you'll be like, there's no way that you're gonna do this and this, because you've never done it. You're, like, noticing all the patterns. (laughs)
1: Like, I personally (laughs) feel like Caitlin pulls up up every receipt, and she lets it sit in her mind. And when, it's not that she waits strategically for the best moment, she waits for the moment where she feels disrespected enough to say the things that she has to say. And I I always see that Leo Mercury come the fuck out when she does that, where she's like, I've actually been wanting to say something for the last three months. And well, then- I have
2: different drawers for different issues I have yes. with different topics. And then list every the
1: problem the last three months that are in relation to the issue she has with me with full force. Like, she's punching me with these words. I'm like, damn, I can't get up, you know? Well, I think so- in regards to lying, too, like Mariah said, it's like I think I, I
2: have my friends down to those patterns where I'm like, my would never like i could trust her in my life i was like she so like like those kinds of things where i know maria's mannerisms and her patterns and i know that like if i really needed to know something almost like life or death or some very important information she wouldn't lie about something that important but like if it's something dumb and unimportant like some information that i would not die over knowing the truth to like i i do think rye would I, might lie
1: i heard people with scorpio 4, 000- make really small white lies because they never felt like they had the privacy they needed at home. I will
0: agree that is it's, where my, my white lies come from. It's because although my I laugh at
1: Maya for it, it, I do the exact same thing with my family. I do not tell them what I'm doing all the time because no, I don't I want them. They're too nosy. I'm like, just, what if I did want to chill? And what if I, I'm afraid of what you think about me just chilling?
0: I grew up, like, my family was like, I don't care what you're doing, just tell me where you're at. Just tell me where you're going. Like, I remember when I was really young, my dad would, like, show up at the park when I said at the park. And he'd be like... Just checking to make sure you're not lying to me. And you had no reason to think Ooh. I was lying,
1: dude. Bro, my parents- so
0: The fact that I grew up like that, I'm like, yeah, that's why I tell white lies all the time. Like, yeah, grandma, I'm going to the library to study so that you're not judging or perceiving me, but I'm actually going to hang out with my friends because we hate when I hang out with my friends too often.
2: Well, it's interesting how, like, we de- develop differently. Like, I didn't grow up in any sort of suburban area. Like, I grew up in the middle of the woods kind of thing. If I wanted to go anywhere, it genuinely was, like, having to ask for it. And so my over-explaining comes from, like, explaining to my mom all the things that won't go wrong, that she's telling me is going to go wrong. Like, I'm like, no, mom, that's not possible because I've never drank before in my life. I won't get pregnant. I don't even have a boyfriend. I just want to go sleep over at this girl's house. Like, please, like, that's where my over-explaining comes from. Because if I don't plead a good enough case, I don't get to go where I want to go. I basically have to beg. I say
1: that because I have mother and father issues. So when it comes to my mother, although I would lie to her like a Scorpio 4th house or would because I have a Scorpio 4th house. Most of the time, when I was younger, I would defend my case just like you said with your mother, where it was literally like I had to explain every single thing for her to even think to believe me, and then with my dad, i just lie to him. Like, I'm just like, yeah, I'm doing this.
0: I had a poor mother. She didn't care what I did. I just left the house, and no one asked questions, and then I just didn't come home until 9 o'clock at night.
1: I I don't
2: think I've ever had to lie to my dad like that. I, my dad, when I moved in with him, when I was turning 18, mind you, he straight up was like, you have my trust. He's like, here it is. Like, he basically, like, Virgo analogy was, like, here's my trust. He's like, here are the things you get with my trust. He's like, you get freedom, you get respect, you get, you know, allowances and stuff. He's like, you know, all I really want to know is if you're safe. And he's like, now, if you disobey that trust, like, you know, do stuff you're not supposed to be doing or lie or things like that, he's like, trust gone. And, you know, all those nice things I was giving you, gone. Like, those are privileges. And we've never had an I was like, yeah, I'll just tell him the truth. Like even if it was boy kind of stuff or dates, like I, I just was always honest and he was always
1: cool with it. Maya, what are you sharing? Um, this
0: week I am ending my trilogy with high school musical three, which is arguably one of the best high school musical movies.
2: Why didn't they have four for every year in high school?
0: Um, well the fir- the first movie actually took place during their junior year. Junior year. So,
2: oh. yeah. Hmm, that makes sense, actually, year, the last did one
0: was about summer. summer. Did senior what a year, bummer. Yeah. Crazy, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, that makes
1: sense. I remember when I was young, I was thinking the same thing, like, when I was young, young, and then when I got to high school, I said, oh, my God, wait, that was their junior year. I don't think I, like, literally knew that was their junior year when I watched it as a kid. But I completely put together that they were seniors in the last one. So I was yes. like, did they just, like, skip some years <laughs> or something? Like, that's what I thought when I was young.
0: Um, so this is Kaylin's first time ever watching High School Musical 3. Um, my first time was whenever this came out in theaters because it was a theater release.
1: Ten years ago.
0: Ten years ago, which is actually insane. Was it ten years ago? I think it was a little more than ten years ago. Yeah, it's more. Yeah, I it it is like more more old. Because I was like, I don't think I was that old when I watched it um i saw this in theaters with my childhood best friend um and it was a very dramatic moment for me and the the only thing i remember from this film when i first watched it i've told you guys the story before that my cousin told me zach efron died in the movie before i watched it because she watched it before me and i waited the whole film because i was like zach efron's going to die and then and then when scream happened i thought he was gonna die and then he didn't and then at the end, when they were graduating and Corbin Blue was nowhere to be seen, I was like, they killed Chad. They
1: killed him. Oh my god!
0: <laughs> I was convinced Chad. that someone was going to die during this film because my cousin had told me and I was a young, naive child.
1: Dang, she really was wrong for that because you believed that shit.
0: I know. Um, but this film makes me very emotional. Um, obviously, I already told Kaylin, but... Something about this movie just feels very magical. Like, I know it's, like, it's probably because it's not just a Disney film. It's probably because it was a theater release and everything. But something about the first time watching it really put me into, like, a whole different atmosphere. So.
2: Yeah, I mean, the quality definitely got up. Like, everything was bigger and, like, the musical numbers were bigger and, like, the, the lighting was, was, like, was clearer. sparkly.
1: I feel like the lighting the entire movie was, like, literally a sparkly dream. Compared
2: you can to like, their sweat more.
1: Compared to the first movie, felt like almost Twilight. First movie Twilight. I know it wasn't light blue, but you know there was like this haziness to it.
0: Yeah. yeah. They did good. They did good. Um. So let's see. What do you guys want me to run through the songs for the movie and everything? Um. I'll do that. That'll be good. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
1: it's your episode, girl. We are here to just. Um, my my
0: thing is, I have so much to say. I just don't know how to go about it. So, we'll start how it opens. It opens with now or never in the basketball scene, you know, lovely. Um, I had that song play my senior year of high school when I, when our halftime song, like when we'd come back out for halftime, everyone on the basketball team hated it, but I was the captain. So I got to pick it. And I was like, we are coming out to 16, 16, 16 minutes left. I've got to get it done. And it, it just made my like little kid heart so happy. I was like, yeah every game. We're doing this Did every people
1: game. in the crowd ever, like, mention it? Were they like, is this High School Musical? I don't think so. Oh my god, that's funny.
0: But my, everyone on the team was so annoyed by it, but by the end of the season, they are like, this is great. I'm like, yeah, I told you guys I knew what I was doing. Like, because basketball was my, my whole life when I was in high school. Um. And, Caitlin, what did you think of this song? Since Caitlin didn't love this movie it, as like any
2: better. any any main character moment with Troy, like, even up to the fucking end where he's like, I'm not sure what school to go to. Not the end, that's more in the middle. What school to go to. It's definitely giving, like, I see why you kinned him so much growing up. Like, you know, it's giving very much Mariah, like, I'm an athlete, but I'm also creative, but also, you know, um, I got to take this game seriously and I got to win and I got to put my head to it. Like, you know, I I feel like it's giving determined Mariah that's got to make her 70,000 steps for the week.
1: It's weird because when I was watching the movie, when I watched the movie before I met Mariah, I feel like Troy because I always feel like main, every main character because I'm a ding dong. But when I watched this movie from Mariah just suggesting it, I feel like Chad and I feel like she is Troy. I definitely
0: have a note that I wrote down that Troy and Chad are Kinsey and I. Yep. And I'm
1: Sharpay. Chad's like, why? Are you? She's Sharpay. Chad's like, why are you moving? Why I'm
2: trying
1: to endless. get with Troy,
2: like, you know, two out of three movies.
0: There, The like the scene, specifically when Chad was asking uh, Taylor out to prom, and Chad's like trying to ask, and Troy's like... <laughs> I was like, this is such mean Kinsey energy. We'd be like, what do we do? I tried. I did
2: not like Taylor in that moment. What'd you say? I did not like Taylor in that moment.
0: She wanted the big prom ask. She had no reason. She, She was allowed to be upset.
1: I fell short.
0: He had I flowers. Announce- they were dating for a whole year. She, she He should have known better. She, He should have known about her high expectations after a year of dating her.
1: Yeah, um, but what if that's just who he is? Then maybe they're not meant for each other. Maybe. I'll say that. Like, she has every right to say, I expect this. But if Chad's like, that's just not the kind of person I am, it's not even that I don't want to give you that. I'm not like a, I'd feel uncomfortable doing a huge prom proposal. Then they're just not like, they're just not it for each other. Yeah, know?
0: I think she just wanted him to be very more direct. Because at one point he was just like, we're going to prom, right? And she was like, no one one asked me to prom.
1: She said, as of right now, I have no date.
0: It's okay. Um, And then we go, so obviously that iconic scene of Now or Never. One of my favorite lines in this movie is the scene immediately after the big game when they're at the trophy case, and Sharpay goes, hey, Troy, when's the big game? And then he's like, last night. And she's like, oh, good luck. (laughs) And it's so so stupid char energy, and it's hilarious. Because she doesn't give a fuck.
1: She says, the game ain't about me, so I don't need to know when it is. Uh,
0: Did you guys love her uh, pink locker, her double-decker pink locker that she's got going on, Kaylin?
1: Didn't she have that all the other movies?
0: No, this one was, like, even fancier.
1: She had a bigger one, because it was her senior year. I didn't notice.
0: Two lockers in one.
1: I, personally... As a kid, thought it was phenomenal, and as an adult, think I was like, "Holy shit! You, how much money does your family give this school? Because that is literally so shitty of you to have two lockers."
0: Yeah, and then her little her little maid girl comes up, and she's like,
1: I'm "Indentured here. servitude, you mean? Her little indentured servitude." I definitely felt. But she's way, actually
2: an undercover spy.
1: I definitely felt way worse about. She that said. She adult. said, uh, "What's it called? Free apprenticeship." He
0: <laughs> he. Oh my gosh. Um and then we cut to them like celebrating the game before this where they're like you know at the fancy ass house that Troy's mom and dad have which That's game. Is, is what the fuck does Troy's mom do for a living cuz I know his dad who's a basketball coach at a high school does not make that much money to have that where the fuck house. where does the treehouse come from The treehouse is huge the house itself is huge they have a half court basketball court in their backyard Troy's mom must have a really good job
1: Yeah she make the because we know
0: the money. high school coach ain't making shit. No, the high school coach is not making that much money, especially because that's all he does. Ain't like he a teacher too.
1: And you see that bitch cooking too at night, like yeah. she, You she Sure, he's not work. a
2: teacher. He has his own office.
1: Still, though, like on that kind of salary to have that nice of a house and in court and all that stuff, like nah. I
2: know, honestly, that'd be upsetting me when I was a kid because, like, I would always have like daydream like houses or tree houses or backyards and shit.
1: And yep. like, they really be presenting
2: it like, yeah, his dad's a teacher and we have a house like this.
0: Yeah, no. Um, And then we get the, the first duo song of the movie, Right Here, Right Now. I like that one. Yeah, that, that one's super cute. Um, I like that
2: Can We Have This Dance better, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I have this dance? Um,
0: there's a scene later in the movie, which isn't in the soundtrack, so I completely forgot that it existed where they're singing right here, right now, again, like, but, like, from their distance parts, you know, in their houses. And I was like, I don't remember this part of the movie at all. I don't know if it's just been a while since I've watched the film. I but do remember like, that happening. Huh? I said, I do remember that happening. Yeah, and it was so weird because it felt, the song felt so much more emotional, that part. I was like, whoa, I do not remember this song getting so sad. But it must have been because it was just a movie moment.
1: Mm-hmm. After watching the three movies, like, I understand um, Miss Gabriella's commitment issues, but the amount of times that Troy is still showing up every time he's like, no, I want you! I fucked up in the second movie, I still want you. You know, we're going far away in this third movie, but I still want you. Like, he literally never expressed doubt, really, ever. He was always well, like, I, I want... I
0: after this movie. <laughs> I was after say. Her, like, what? She What? I called her after the movie, and I was like, I just finished the movie. And she was like, you know what? I won't talk too much about it. I'll save it for the podcast, but Gabriella's stupid. I was like... No, I said, why is she so dumb? Yeah, I was like, yeah, you got a point, I guess. Um, she do got some commitment issues, but it's a little, a little extreme. <clears throat> um, so from there, uh, you see that what's her face signs everyone up for the musical against their will, and I was like, why are you all complaining? Let's act like y'all, y'all literally enjoyed yourself the first time doing the play. Mm-hmm. It ain't like basketball season's over, ain't nothing else going on. You might as well just do the spring music out. Yeah. And sharpay not happy. sharpay thought she was getting her senior year to herself. She what a dumb old bitch. Old this girl. is high school. I know, but that's been her thing for her whole life. You yeah,
1: know? Go to school for that kid. Huh? I'd be mad too.
2: What I'm saying, what I'm saying is she wanted a solo musical of just her.
0: Yeah, that's what it's been like her last three years.
2: Well, realistically, realistically, what would happen in theater is they would do multiple productions because like, you don't need a ton of like, on hands help for like a solo rehearsal thing. You might need just like the teacher or maybe it's like a student director and that actress or whatever. But, like, there's usually always some sort of group thing going on that, like, everybody can, like, kind of, even even just be a tree in the background or a background character.
0: Yeah, but she went to be the star. I know. And I'm just knew, saying it's not realistic. She knew it wasn't going to happen if Troy and Gabrielle were there because she already sees them stealing half of her identity the last year. Mm. Uh, but then we get the iconic number, that's I Want It All, which is literally one of my favorite songs in the movie.
1: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> It feels like a Broadway song to me. Yeah, yeah.
2: Like I said, bigger, bigger, like uh, choreography budget for sure.
0: Um, in this moment is when I realized that Ryan was actually my favorite character in the movie. He is the star of the show. He gave us a number.
1: I've always liked Ryan. I love his character. Yeah, I think arguably the best character in the entire like series.
0: Yeah, because, like, one, he's consistent. He doesn't do anything to, like, make you hate him. And all he does is just get better, and he just matures. And you're, like, you're not problematic. You're just having fun, going on little dates with Kelsey. Mm
1: -hmm. Then you're going to hate him. Exactly.
0: And also, he's canonly gay in the High School Musical, The Musical series, so. Oh, that yeah, apparently, fun fact for you, Caitlin, he wanted to make his character gay in this film, but Disney wasn't approving it. Really? He, they had a whole, like, scene and script planned out for his character to be gay.
2: Mm. I, I don't know whether to be, like, happy or, like, also, like, that is a, a stereotype in itself.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's funny because they, they play this line of him and Kelsey, like, flirting and dating throughout the movie. So, I think if they would have done it at the time, it would have felt kind of off. I
1: think yeah, they well, just gotten rid of that. Yeah, I was going to say. Because I don't think it's – okay. I think it's a stereotype to say that every gay person is into theater. But I don't think it's a stereotype to cast somebody as a theater person in a movie who is gay. Like, there's, there's I a think that to those for movies.
2: Disney at the time, I would have taken it that way. I, I agree with you, but I think that they already do a lot of very tropey things, like the pink bimbo that is not smart and, you know, likes a lot of money and flashy things, and then like, you know, it's just like very...
1: Well, I think that comes down to the time that it was made then, yeah. If, let's say they would have made Ryan gay. Look at us more than 10 years later, we'd be like, okay, in this context... I don't think that's trope because I don't think every gay person likes theater, but I think this is a great character who's gay who happens to like theater. Yeah. But back then, maybe making him gay would have been too That's why I'm like, saying I
2: would have taken it that way. I would, I would have taken it like, okay, thanks for giving us a gay character, but also Disney. I don't entirely trust your, you know, view when your casting and your choices for, you know, stories seem to be very... Stereotypical a lot of times when you do cast of diversity.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think Disney was known for already doing stereotypical stuff, so I think it would have fit in like fine with like Disney Channel at least. But <clears throat> I can see it being a bit too much as well. It's yeah. not.
2: It's not the worst thing in the world. It just is a stereotype, and and you know, like Kenzie said, it's not a crime, and I think that in certain stories or shows, it's totally fine. It's just like, what are we? What are we doing? You know what I mean?
0: Yeah.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Or like how we talked about like Taylor's character, how like, you know, we don't mind that she is like an assertive person, but also does that fall into a stereotype as well? Like the bossy black girl, you know?
0: Yeah.
2: And it's just questioning it for like healthy reasons, obviously. Like we're not saying that you can't have a character like it. They're not, it's gray areas and how you do it.
1: I mean, I think especially for now, if let's say your High School Musical was made now and they made Ryan gay, I wouldn't sit there and be like, oh, every gay character is a theater kid. Mm-hmm. But I think at the time, especially being the 2010s, like, yeah, that could have been bad.
0: Um, <clears throat> so then we cut to Can I Have This Dance, which is a very magical thing. I like thing. that one. Um, This is when Troy is casually like, which suit jacket should I wear? And Gabriela's like, for what? And he's like, the prom. (laughs) And he plays it off, like, this smooth little, like, asking her to the prom. And I'm like, oh. And he's like, also, I don't know how to dance. Like, what the
1: fuck? Can I say something that's very controversial, but it's what I did as a kid and I don't care? Yes. The entire scene, I tried looking up Gabriella's skirt. Because it was a very short (laughs) dress. It was a very short dress. And she also... She also had like a low cut dress and I was like the whole scene.
0: They do a lot of twirls and throwing her up in the air. I'm so it's valid. Yes, Top I'm, three it's, signs it's, you it's might know you're gay.
1: It's a safe place and I just wanted to say it. <laughs> it's like, valid. The strappy heels That's too. That's like I was, I was like You know,
0: Gabriella looked look good in this movie.
2: She looked That's like cute. me watching Aquamarine trying to see behind her mermaid hair that was like she's obviously not wearing a shirt and I'm like, excuse me.
1: Excuse me. There's gotta be somebody had to mess up at some point. Oh, no. That was me. I was like, they couldn't have gotten all of it. Yeah, I'm like looking. I'm like literally it. looking behind the TV.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh.
1: I just had to be honest because I. That's what Kid Kinsey was doing. It was funny. Yeah, that <laughs> scene
0: is so cute. I love, I love them dancing up on the roof. I also love when the song comes back around later. Like, obviously, when I was a kid, I think I listened to the soundtrack first, and I didn't realize that they were going to cut it like that, but I think they did such a good job with that. It felt very romantic.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, they've got that cute little high school love.
2: Um, cute little high school love.
0: And every time I hear that song, I'm, like, pounding my chest. I'm like, no mountain too high enough. I get into it. I can't help it. It's so good. Because he's like, I'm, I'm crazy.
1: No, I get into the song, but that's not the way Mariah does. And that's okay. That song? You pull up the fucking How to Train Your Dragon main theme song, and I start sweating. So, like, (laughs) I start shaking.
0: Can I have this dance? I think that, like, it's just so cute. I love the way Zac Efron, like, speaks to her in it. I love the I'll take the lead every breath. You know, I'm like, oh, my God, the way he's speaking to her is literally, like, angelic, and that's all I ever wanted.
2: I see the Zach Efron hype, anytime. like, as he gets into this one, because, like, I think seeing this more confident side, like, no, quit running away, you dumb self-sabotage, you bitch. Yeah. I'm here. Like, you know, I, liked seeing I like seeing it. I like it.
1: I like it because I have commitment issues. And you know Bro, what? that's
0: what it was when, when she, he, we'll, we'll fast forward and we'll come back. When he came and found her after she tried to run away, and he pulled up with this same fucking song saying, like, take my hand, I'll take the lead this time. Like, I'll make sure you're okay when you fall. I was like,
2: mm, mm. oh, my
0: God. <laughs> it's, <sighs> it's something so, because you're right. She's always the one who was, like, the confident one in the relationship, making the moves and everything and seeing how she and felt. And he was the one, movie one, he was like, no, she's just a girl, guys. I'm focused on the
2: game. And then she got yeah. pissed at that, obviously. And then the second movie, she's like, I got to go my own way. And he was like, Mwah. You know? Yeah. Troy learned how to be rough, dominant
1: for you know, this third movie, he finally it got through his head. He said, my girl has commitment issues, and I really need to just, like, show up.
0: Literally, every no time he was like, why do you keep saying bye? And it was because Gabriella was like, bro, I'm used to people leaving because I've had to leave. Because she had to move so much. She's like, nobody wants me. And he was like, no, I'm here. I literally came to you this time. And I was like... Mm-hmm. Anyway, before I have an emotional reaction to this film. <laughs> um, the next one is when chad realizes how important the prom is um there was a there there was like a whole that whole scene where he's like asking her to prom and then they sing the night to remember song it's so funny to me when the boys are like freaking out about what the fuck prom is what the fuck do they have to wear why do i look funny and i was like is this really how men viewed prom
1: well, when I watched it as a kid, I was like, oh, my God, it's eleven eleven 11 on September 11th. I'm going to bust a nut. Anyways, <laughs> I, like I just saw. Oh, my computer. God.
2: I literally noticed that it was 11 p.m. on September 11th. And I was like, I wonder if one of us will catch
1: 11-11. I'm sorry, guys. Anyways, yeah, when I was a kid, I was like, oh, wow, that makes so much sense. That's men. When I watched it this time, I was like kind of annoyed that the movie portrayed the girls as, like, completely excited about it, and we had these bum-ass, dusty motherfuckers not excited about it. Clearly, they changed their mind when they saw them in the dresses, but then that even upsets me more that, like, it took you having to see her dressed up nicely to be interested in going to a dance with her. Like, it's not about looking at your girl with that nice dress with her titties out. It's about, like, actually spending some intimate quality time with one another, dancing and stuff. And I know it's a kid movie, and I know they did that for a reason, but, like, that's not what i like and i would want somebody to go to a dance with me because they just want to spend time with me
0: also like yeah. let's be honest the boys don't need to do that much why are you freaking out just go get your black fucking suit get the color that matches my it's, dress it's and giving,
1: so my mom made my lunch every year until i graduated like oh my mm-hmm. god i have to do something myself? i have to rent a suit oh my god like, well
0: i had to go find the perfect dress to do my hair my makeup and everything all you need to do is put on the suit jacket
1: Exactly. So I was like, these people, these boys did not pass the test. Gosh. I was disappointed.
0: Yeah. Um, And I love the cute scene in that song when it's Ryan and Kelsey walking down in their cute little outfits because they're all dolled up for once. It's like, I love it. Also, Chad's suit jacket that has like his last name and his basketball number on it. It's so funny to be like, this man is obsessed.
1: That man is autistic. (laughs) <laughs> he was going you know,
0: ask her to the prom, and Troy was like, give, give me the ball. Give, give me the ball. And he was like, oh. And In that scene, that scene at the like the fake prom for a night to remember, he has the basketball still with him, and I'm pretty sure she, like, knocks it out of his hand.
1: Um. So I want to know, do you guys think Troy or Chad's better at basketball? I don't
2: do know. I didn't go to any games. I think – No, just hypothetically, like, um, you would guess –
0: no fault to their own. I think Troy is because he has a father that is the coach and he probably makes the practice a lot more. I think that Chad's probably good. I think Troy might be technically, like, technical skills better. We got some Kageyama versus Hinata shit.
1: Yeah, it's giving, like, I think they both could be just as good as one another if, if Chad had just a little bit more help with his technical skill. Like, if you think about it, Kageyama was better than Hinata, but Hinata had the, like, the passion and was working hard like I truly felt like even when they first met each other that Hinata was as good as yes, Kageyama. He just didn't know how to use it yet. Yes. And that's kind of like how I feel about Chad and Troy.
0: Yeah, Kageyama had like a coach. His, his grandpa was a coach. And he just had the technical ability because he was practicing longer. Like he knew the technique. But Hinata was definitely just better. And that's exactly what I think. I think Troy was forced to probably work on his technique more from his dad where Chad was just good.
1: Yeah, but I feel like Chad totally... Has the potential to be better if he. Well, they does. both
0: got invited to UCLA, so they both are are just as good. But
1: yeah, you're I right.
0: The little if you if you want to nitpick it, that's where I would probably imagine it.
1: Yeah, it's giving Kageyama and Hinata. Hinata, <laughs> I was calling Hinata. It's
0: okay. Um, I literally wrote down when I was watching the movie. I was like, Do you think in another universe Chad and Troy are lovers?
1: I actually felt like Chad and Ryan are lovers.
0: Well, you're right. I forgot. Exactly. Thank you. I forgot about that. You have a point. I ah,
2: don't think... Nobody... Ah. Sorry. Nobody... This is off topic. Nobody laughed at my uh, Google search yesterday.
0: I laughed at it. I said
2: okay. laugh, react. Oh, okay. Is Ariana still with that rat? you uh, <laughs> looking motherfucker.
0: Kinsey was too busy freaking out about angel numbers. Yeah.
1: Kinsey. First of all, if you were living my life, you would understand... <laughs> Listen,
2: i never i didn't come for you i did
0: <laughs> so then we go to just want to be with you which again another amazing song i'm sorry this soundtrack is so fucking good another amazing song when they're singing gabrielle and troy their little just want to be with you moment on the little fake roof i think it's so fucking cute and i love yeah. it
1: you really just put me into a state right now Mariah, yeah. of like wanting to be loved
0: it comes in so good cause uh, Ryan is playing it with Kelsey. Like I got a lot of things I have to do. And I'm like, please, please keep it going. And it's so perfect for like their little high school situation, like whoever wrote these songs, top tier. Like the concept of them literally saying like, there's so much change happening in life. Like I'm being pulled every which way, like everything's happening all at once. But like, I just want to be with you. It's all, as long as I'm with you, I'm happy. And I'm like, I love them. I'm so sorry, Kinsey.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it makes sense for a high school Well, they person. also
0: talk about friends, though. They literally say in the line, it's like, a friend like you always makes it easy. it's like us.
1: I keep thinking about that Hosier song where he said, I forget what it's called, it's on his new album, talking about how bad things, or like, the good doesn't happen – the bad doesn't happen when you're young. Like all – you know what I'm saying? Like uh, you knew everything when you were young, kind of like yeah. Taylor Swift's song. I don't – I listened to it like twice, so I don't remember what it's called or what it said. But like when I think of this scene in High School Musical of all these people, they're so excited for the future of their lives. And truly, there is so much in the future. I'm not saying high school is the best time of your life. Yeah. But I will say when I reflect back onto my Kinsey version like kid self – I'm like, you know, like, there's a lot of things you were doing right back then that the real world tried beating out of you. And mm-hmm. I want you to get back to those moments, like, and you learn them through your friends or through those relationships with those people. Like, the. Ba- Hosier literally said bad does not happen when you're, the bad, does, the bad things don't happen when you're young necessarily. You're learning a lot about the good things when you're young because you're being open to them compared to when you're older and you're being, like, thrown around in the real world. Good things will happen, though. I'm not saying they won't. I'm just saying, like, you got to basically get back to that. Know, I'm not an emotional
0: person. I feel like we shouldn't talk like this.
1: <gasps> no, it's so true that, like, I'm so excited for my future in the present day right now. And I am doing so well. And I'm doing a lot of things that young Kinsey didn't. But, like, there is that, like, innocence and happiness that she had and, like, joy in the world that I'm trying to bring back into my adult version. Because I feel like for a while it was, like, ripped from me, you know? Yeah. It's also, I think it's
2: weird because I love the concept of the high school experience, but, like, you're also so young and people come from so many different backgrounds that it is, like, impossible for everybody to achieve even, even like, basic stuff. I didn't bring up my prom once, and I probably will not right now on this podcast because it was just such a disappointing experience. Like, uh, I look forward to, like, the day I'd ever get a prom dress. got a hand me down, you know? Like, so many things, like with just the date itself went wrong and it was hard to like stay grateful then because it just, it was nothing like what other people got to have or like when they would post their experiences and college was a much better experience because it had a lot more to do with identity versus like trying to achieve something, you know, that was romanticized and I think high school, like there's nothing wrong with having them. I think it's the financial aspects, like who could afford a class ring, who could afford a better prom dress and like, it's just like, it's it's kind of like whose parents have money, you know? Like
1: Oh, no, yeah, like I can look back and like there was a lot of things wrong with my high school version of myself as well as like the expectations that everybody was putting on themselves. That's not what I'm focusing on. I'm focusing on like the parts of me that really were innately me because I was young and I didn't have professors or real world bills or anything like telling me what I could or could not do. And you know, even some things through high school started to beat that out of me by the time I'd gotten to my senior year. and then I college.
0: To figure out which was your song that is uh, so I can cry about it later.
1: Hold on, let me pull up his album. I won't yeah, read the song. I, just, I know the name of it. I know the name of it. So just let me pull up the album really
0: quick. About how high school Mariah was such, like, an optimistic, like, glass okay. like, positive person, and then, like, something just happened where I was like, I don't think I can ever get back to that, like, truly, like, happy version of Mariah. So, like, I'm literally yeah. so upset that you're triggering me
1: right now. All right. The song's called Damage Gets Done. So oh, my God. No, about... I already
0: know. I already know. I've already cried, too.
1: Girl, but, like, I'm so sorry. Like, <laughs> I think it's such a good song, and I think that when there's <laughs> when you brought up that song from the movie about, like, I just want to be with he- here with you now, like, those feelings back then, people are telling you, like, well, this is going to happen, and this is going to change, and you can't have these feelings that you want. And I know what they're talking about in the romantic sense, but I also align that with like the personal sense. Like, I just want to be who I am now and I just want to love who I am now. And then that's this song Josiah talks about is like those feelings were real and they need to be upheld. Like, they need yeah. that's not where the damage got done. That's where you were happy when you were with that person or when you were being the way you wanted to be. Now, future events happen. Sometimes that means you can't be with that person or sometimes, you know you didn't you didn't turn into the person you thought you would be, but you can still have the feelings of wanting to be the person you want to become. I remember you know?
0: being in high school and like right before college and my dad was like, This is the best years of your life. It's never gonna be as good as this. And I would be like, I don't want that to be the case. I hate I hated hearing that. And even like you guys all know Val would tell me like Mariah, you peaked in high school and I'd be like so upset when she would tell me that. I was like, do not say those words to me. Like I don't want this to be like the best part of my life. Like I have so much more to live. I think that's why now I try – I'm trying so hard to, like, enjoy the moments I have. Like, us hanging out all in the little pool together. I'm like, I want these moments to be crystallized in my brain because I'm terrified of them all being right. That my best moments were those moments. But, like,
2: you got to tell yourself, too, because, first of all, good job finding new friends. (laughs) Second of all, um, you got to tell yourself that that moment in the pool or those crystallized moments are all ready. And then, like, you won't have to worry about, like – you know, oh, them being right. They can't be right if that's, like, your truth. If your truth is those moments, you know, are you yeah. being your most, most authentic hot girl self, then that's the truth.
1: In the book that I'm reading right now, The Abundance Now, she talks about redefining abundance for you so that you can live in abundance right now. And, like, obviously we want this podcast to get famous or, like, we want people to enjoy what we're talking about because we like talking about these things. But the reason why those people told you those things is because they have a different definition of abundance. Your father thought that being young and playing basketball was his definition of abundance. And, you know, obviously at his age, he still hasn't learned that that's not what abundance is. Like when he played basketball at that age, there was something else that was bringing him abundance and he labeled it incorrectly. And that's why he's still unhappy, you know? And like people our age right now think getting married and buying a house is abundance when you'll get those things and you'll, they'll still feel like, why am I still not happy? And it's because that's not what their true abundance really is. And, I feel like if you live in the current present moment, regardless of what other people think is wealth or prosperity, and you know that you are living your true abundance, then everything else that you want will come, you know? I'm so happy that after all this time, I have no roast to other people because everybody's life's different. So I'm not trying to say I'm better. No, I'm saying like, this is what I value. I'm very happy that I have not gotten married or just settled with somebody that I didn't like or, you know... Determined that I was going to stay in a town for years to come because I just want the steady income. Like, because I know that those things don't make me happy, even if they're stable yeah. on the outside, you know? Yeah. And that doesn't mean I have necessarily everything I want right now, but that means I'm like really, I am living in the abundance of the things I do have.
0: Yeah. Um, anyway, Sorry, I know that was a
1: deep point, but that I actually felt that way during that song. Yeah,
0: it's more, it's more emotional. <clears throat> we cut to The Boys Are Back. When Mm -hmm. Chad and Troy are reflecting on their youth together because they've been friends for so long and they're realizing like, yeah, we're going to get back together because we're going to the same college and we're going to have a party and it's never going to end. I don't necessarily love this song. I think that it's a cute symbolic moment for them. What I do love is the part when they turn into children. Um, and the way they act—that is how the three of us act when we are being stupid. Like when Kinsey almost drowned in the wave pool at Cal Harvey.
1: Guys, <laughs> <laughs> I wish you guys saw this. I wish the viewers knew what was happening because I was laughing while I was drowning. I was laughing in the water, <laughs> and Ryan had to literally drag me out with her long arms. She like positioned me in the sky and pulled me out. It was like, yeah, the, that's how it- I
2: had. I had to just jump out myself. <laughs>
0: whenever i see that, that that scene from high school musical it just, just reminds me of like little moments like that meme of the the two guys laughing when they get kidnapped like that stuff is like it's like those pure joy moments of us like feeling youthful again like laughing like we were children mm-hmm. like when i'm like kinsey's like my cousin who i've known my whole life when you're just living in my basement i'm like this is like hilarious And it you reminds seen- me oh, yeah. of little moments like that yeah it's a good time
1: yeah that seems good i think I want to be able to look at my childhood and look back and say, yes, that was fun, and I liked it, but I don't ever want to be the kind of person that's like, that's the last time I'll ever allow myself yeah. to have that kind of fun. Obviously, my my definition of fun is different now because I'm an adult, but that doesn't mean I can't have just as much fun as my kids' self did, you yeah. know?
0: Like you said it's like before, it's definitely crystallized in those moments. It's like <clears throat> when we played Little Nightmares.
1: Oh my fucking God. That's literally like the definition like just like I'm not saying we can only get those feelings through video games, but like feeling so present and having so much fun, I didn't care about my retirement or my bills in that moment. I was having so much fun, you know.
0: It, it took yeah. you back to being a small child with your family playing video games, like yeah, exactly. Um, then we get um Gabriella's next breakup song. We get one <laughs> of the movie. Um, Caitlin, movie. <laughs> <of this> <laughs> Kaylee.
2: What? I did not hear your question. I heard you say that we get one every movie. What was your opinion of this breakup song? I'll be honest. I don't remember it. It's called Walk Away.
0: I don't remember you the know? sound of it. I'm gonna be honest. When I watched this film, I also didn't care about it, and I didn't remember it. <laughs> um,
1: I just remember her leaving. I don't really remember this song as well. No, I don't
0: remember it, the melody. It, like Whoops. for me, like out of all three of them, I used to rank this one on the bottom. Rewatching it i didn't hate it as much as i remembered hating it because like it is kind of sad and like i get it but it's definitely my least favorite one
1: Mm -hmm.
2: well i guess that that i have a similar opinion then yeah it wasn't it was not (laughs) not memorable
1: it was not memorable no
0: so because she decides that she is going to this i'm sorry how does she get to leave high school early to start college early why couldn't she just start college in the summer that's what didn't make sense to me
1: I feel like – I felt like that was a plot hole, personally. Like, they're in the middle of a spring semester. What are we doing? You just yeah. had prom – you said prom, which means you have to be somewhat close to graduating. So what was the point of her leaving unless their semesters start earlier, depending on what kind of crazy-ass school they are? Like,
0: Yeah. It, it, she could have just started in the summer. I was like, I don't understand this whole, like, starting school a semester in three weeks early.
1: So, I know, literally a semester and three weeks early. It's weird because I know my little sister right now has enough credits to just graduate and not come back her senior year if she didn't want to. Um, yeah. yeah, so potentially Gabriella could just literally leave right now. And there are options to, like, forego, you know, what's it called, commencement or whatever the fuck. Um, but I don't know. I don't see why three weeks weeks would make a difference. I think she should spend time with her friends and then maybe move in the summer. There's no way the school started, though, unless you had summer classes in the summer.
2: That's I gotta perfect. say, there's something about, like, the way that high school is, that just something needs to be tweaked with the way that kids are rushed through. Like, literally, children, and I think it's because around 18, a lot of people don't know what they're going to do with their lives. A lot of people don't choose to go to college and just want to start making money right away. They want to move out from their parents' house. Like, a lot of people do want to get their lives started and going, but I also think that, like... I don't know, it's just, like, it's so stupid to see people, including myself, have to transfer or, like, hate what the major they started in, and, you know, it just seems like such a waste of not only time, but, like, debt. It's kind of ridiculous that, like, students are rushed the way that they are, and I don't know what the answer of the solution should be, because I know, like, that answer of, like, giving, like, students, like...
1: I know A the better answer. way to
2: think or more time, just it doesn't make sense. Like, maybe there is a program where it's like, I, I mean, I think that they do have basics programs, but like, I know CIA doesn't take like any of those credits. So it was like useful to just take your basics.
1: The answer that I think, because I think I'm the smartest person ever, I'm kidding. <laughs> this, from my own experience with college, is that no 18 year old, I don't give a fuck who you are, knows what they want to do. Yeah, I knew I wanted to do art. Still didn't even know what I wanted to do in art, okay? I think college is the perfect scam that we tell our youth because when you're 18 and you're being told majority of the time by your parents that they want you to leave and they don't want to pay for you and you have all these new world responsibilities and you are in an emotional, literally emotional, fragile state where you just want to take care of yourself and you look at the future of your life and you're like, oh my God, I don't want to work at McDonald's or any sort of retail store or whatever the fuck for the rest of my life. You People have told you that... If you are working at a place like Target or McDonald's or anything, that that is your future and that you're not actively doing anything for your future so you should feel bad about it. Even if you're just thinking about it, apparently it's still not enough. But if you don't know who you are, how can you make the proper choice to go to a certain college, to take a certain, you know, program, to do what it is that will actually make you happy, you know? And I don't think that that is any waste of time spending five years, ten years sitting there Working a job that maybe isn't amazing, but is letting you define who you are so that when you make those steps towards who you are, there are confident strides, even if it takes time, and it actually brings you to something you want. Because then you have an entire generation of people who went to college for something they didn't want to do that doesn't make them happy, but they're attached to the salary that comes with it and the comfortability of maybe, you know, owning a home in 30 years. I think the one thing
2: that doesn't work with that plan, which I think works for some people i think it is people who come from unhealthy households who really just like need to get out the minute they turn 18 or graduate high school and when you get started in the work world and you have car payments and uh insurance and all of the stuff like phone bill rent and like depending on if they have a roommate or not like whatever it is you can get really stuck in the money cycle once you start so that's hard i'm I'm saying
1: i'm but wait let me like retaliate (laughs) I'm saying this because in my abundance novel I'm reading from Lisa Nichols, she was literally on government assistance. She had a baby, on the way. She had no car. She had all. The issue is, is when you are in that kind of position and it's that bad. She's like, I can't sit there and expect a car to just magically come out of nowhere. She's like, the the truth is, is I was in a position where I needed to show up, and I don't think it's healthy. Okay, I'm not saying all this stuff like to glamorize it. Absolutely not. I don't agree with capitalism. I don't agree with you know, people getting more privileges than others and then their lives being harder because of it. But she was like, if I didn't want to get trapped in that money cycle, then I needed to make my life have smaller needs. Like, you know, she literally ate beanies and weenies and pasta for like two years, you know? Now, that's not realistic. Don't glamorize it whatsoever. But she did what was required to get the future that she wanted because that was the position that she was brought into in this world. And... I think that college is something that will only drag you down more, especially if you don't know who you are. Now, now, if you want to like maybe give an extra option of like, okay, maybe you don't want to go to college because you don't get thousands of dollars in debt because you don't want to do something you don't know if you want to do. Well, then you can do a trade that makes more money than maybe McDonald's. And takes not that long to get the trade in. And you can spend a couple years, like five, six years, however long you need to, with your trade, making a little bit more money, um, discovering who you want to be, you know. But depending on how unprivileged you are will depend on what kind of road you want to, like, take based off of that.
0: Yeah, I think, I think trades and, like, community colleges should be, like, more normalized, more pushed, and, like, maybe even free. I know certain states have, like, free community college. I think that like people need to be more aware of options like that I think there should also be just like a general like college degree because there's so many jobs out there that you don't need a specific degree they just want you to have a degree I think you need like a not like an undecided degree but like a basic degree to be like yeah I went to this community college I got advanced knowledge in certain subjects and that should be enough for you to get a better job like why can't I just go take a couple classes in business take a couple classes in like I don't know, like, a medical class or two, and I should just have a degree that is good enough to get me a better job. <clears throat> um, so we go from walk away to scream. That's, like, the best, is, the,
2: the, the, the best song in the thing. It's
0: the best song. First of all, Troy Bolton, my icon. He says, I'm so upset, I need to just go and scream. He walks into the locker room, and Kayla and I have talked about how Zach Efron is attractive in this movie. Obviously, he was looking little, little dinky the first film. Second film, he comes back with this like weird tan.
1: It's giving like I don't know my fashion style yet, you know. Yeah, exactly, like, I, I'm testing the waters.
0: But senior year, Zach Efron, or se- senior year, Troy Bolton, knew what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I love this song. I know it's one of Kenzie's favorites as well.
1: It's my favorite.
0: Um, it's a good one to literally just put on out of frustration.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I don't- <laughs> I I want to mention I thought it was so funny that he's I need to scream I'm going to go to school and like that's, that's where he went he went to the school <laughs> like do you feel like, that safe at the school that like, you want to like
0: it's the version of him he's like I've got my basketball version I've got theater version I've got me and Gabriella version it all exists in this building and he felt so lost and confused and he was like well my identity belongs in this building as of right now
1: mm-hmm
0: I think it's very fitting where he was like, I just need to let it out and be, and really figure out what the fuck I'm doing with my life, and this is where I exist, so this is the place to start.
1: You know, I guess, I mean, personally, I'd go scream on top of a hill or something in the middle of nowhere. I actually screamed in my car a few days ago as I was driving home from work. That's a good one. That's a good place. i have not screamed in a while, guys.
0: I scream Mm -hmm. in my car often, or in the office at work.
1: Honestly, I want to go to a field with you guys and just scream our head off
0: let's do about certain
1: things like get in a circle we're all fine we had a great day that day and we're like how about we just get out anything we've been frust- frustrated about we just scream it
0: uh i and think that's idea. we should do that when you get out this way
1: i think that's an amazing idea thank you
0: um i'd like to comment before the scream scene it's like when him and chad are at his house and gabriel calls and is like i don't think i can do it troy i just i can't come and see you and say goodbye again um he goes up to his room sad and Chad's like eating food and he comes up to Troy and he says something along the lines of everyone knows you don't bring the girl with you after high school. I was like, what a piece of shit. <laughs> but also, um, also senior year Mariah was that person. I'd be like, not, not to that worry. He said it, it was just more like a, you're going go to go to college and develop and grow into a new person. You don't want to attach yourself to a relationship if it's not healthy. There's no point. Like, if you guys are already having problems and you guys see each other every single day, when you travel eight hours away and you're in a different state with different people and you're discovering yourself, you're not going to be happy. This uh, but the way, it was a time and place. No, you're, you're totally right, Ryan. absolutely.
1: For me, I think giving advice to your friends is totally cool. I just feel like when somebody's in such a vulnerable place like yes. that, they have an easier time just taking anybody's advice and then maybe they regretted what they did.
0: It was the time and place. I was so like, he's crying nice. right, right now. So, where well, was Mariah? Where
2: when I needed it? Because I wasted a damn year going to the wrong school, trying to be Troy chasing after a relationship, and then left my ass the first month for the girl at his college, and then I was stuck at a school for a whole year. Had a, I could have had money. Can, and see, I could have money to graduate at the school I did, but I ran out because I went that one year, and then the new school didn't take my credits. But you know what? We're here. Life is life, and. Yeah. Where, where was that, where was that Mariah friend telling me, listen, he's always been a piece of shit, he, you're, he's just nicer than
0: your mom, and it's just a step away from abuse. Like, who, who was there to tell me? Damn. I mean, Chad spoke the truth, but maybe not right then and there. Maybe not while Zach was crying. on No,
1: maybe not right then and there. Like, like
0: maybe like a week later, he could have said that, but like, he's upset, because his girlfriend just said she's not coming back, and he didn't even get to say bye to her. Yep. Yeah. So, and, does it help that ch- that Chad also didn't know that Troy was also juggling that he didn't know what school he wanted to go to, but he knew he didn't want to go to the one he already said he was going to.
2: So, like, does it's he plan to just top. drop Taylor? Like, shit.
1: What? Sometimes I always wonder if Chad is, like, he's not always the best friend in the several movies. Like, sometimes he says shit to him that I'm like, okay, that was really out of pocket, you shouldn't have said kid, that. Can you imagine yeah.
2: that, like, maybe he was a bit better of a friend, but, yeah. like, and I think he, they're obviously besties, but he'd be causing issues, like, from movie to movie sometime.
0: (laughs) Honestly, from each movie, like, every time the conflict is he likes this thing and Chad's like, no.
1: And also, most times Chad will tell him to do something in more of his own interest. Like, like, Chad'll be like, I want to have Troy to myself, so I'm gonna tell him to like this.
0: He's like, in the first movie, he was like, you're playing basketball, not a musical. That's not you. That's not you. We've always played basketball. And in the second movie, he's like, hey, homeboy. Well, Troy was a piece of shit in the second movie, but he's like, uh, Why aren't you looking out for me? You know we we were supposed to have fun this summer, and then this movie he's like, "We're going to UCLA anyway. You don't have time for a girlfriend." Yeah, ooh, ooh.
1: yeah. Chad was not the a same. little toxic.
0: Um. So then after Scream, we get the musical. Uh, well, in between this time, Troy drives three thousand miles to Gabriella to enjoy prom with her. I talked to Galen, and how I said I'd be about a piece of shit. I. I'd be upset if the girl didn't come back to my prom. I'd be so mad. I'd be like, you want me to drive to you and have this little prom? But also... She wasn't expecting huh? it. Huh?
2: She wasn't expecting him to drive out to her.
0: I know, but I think it's different for, like, like, a girl who's like, it's prom night. Like, I need to go have fun with all my friends. Versus, like, Troy, who's like, I I don't care about prom night. I care about being with you. That was cute. I think that there's that's the difference. I think if, if I went to prom and my boyfriend was like I'm going to college I won't be at your prom night I would still go to prom with my friends but mm-hmm. I think it's because when we're in high school prom is pitched is this like wonderful night for you
1: mm-hmm. but it really is just a bunch of people grinding in a circle and I got hit by a water pitcher oh
0: my gosh
1: but I think yeah.
2: what's crazy is because like uh Kinsey said a lot of fragile minds it's like Everybody wants to, like, wa- like have the best experience ever because high school is romanticized. But, yeah. like, it's so... Like, it, the odds already stand against you, girl. Literally just be a nerd, go home, watch anime, do your homework, and focus on, like, college. Like, and when you go to class and somebody's being stupid, just, like, ignore it. Like, literally.
1: hmm
0: Yeah. So, like, obviously, I'm like, I guess it's okay that Troy went there. But I feel like I would not have. I would have been at prom. Um... um. And then we get the musical, which is a hilarious little mashup of all the songs that they already performed. And also we get to experience, who I forgot to mention at the beginning of the movie, Rocket Man. I was going to say Rocket Man. Whose phone? Did you like Rocket Man,
2: Kalen? Yeah, he was pretty funny.
0: I'm sorry. I don't know how to turn it off. I'm going to need someone to show me how to turn it off off my phone, off my computer one day. Um, <laughs> Bing! I think Rocky Man's hilarious. I also thought it was so funny that they just randomly decided to introduce this new character.
2: Well, it, it makes sense. It's the next year, you know? New people come. Girl, that's how I felt at fucking, one, CIA. Two, high school. Like, literally, it was like us and we're like, oh my god, all of the seniors. And like, I can remember all the seniors, like these fucking like, you know, mythical Greek beings. Like, you know, you're looking up to them like, whoa, and like different majors. And the sophomore year, there's like, they still kind of linger around, or, like, the juniors have become seniors, like, okay, cool, and then, like, there's the freshmen. You get to junior, senior year, you look back, and you're like, who is this body of people? Holy shit, like, you know,
1: I don't like it. I I never have liked it. Like, when I was in high school, and you're a junior and senior, I'm like, who are you? And (laughs) when I was a freshman, sophomore, I was like, I know you, though. I know you, though, because you're an upperclassman. Same thing happened in college. My senior year, both of them, specifically the second one, though, I was like, who are you guys? Who are all of you? I didn't know they kept going. Why did she make children? Like I was like, oh my god. Oh, know? My oh my god. Gosh.
0: Yeah, I I thought Rocky Man was so funny. I loved the part when he sees his on Sharpay. I think it's hilarious. I think it's so ironic of Sharpay to be like, finally my time to shine with Troy. I get this scene, this moment,
2: and, <laughs> and Rocky then it's Rocky Man, Man
0: busting out, and she's like, was excuse me.
2: Nobody asked about the name of my name on the recording studio this week. No one asked about anyone's. Uh, So you guys know what this is from? No. Okay. What's it from? It's when the understudy of Sharpay says to uh, Rocket Man when he asks for her uh, to go out to lunch together. And she says, I wouldn't eat you if you're the last pickle at the picnic. Oh my gosh
0: i
1: love that personally Uh, scream is the only thing that goes on in my head whenever i think about this movie what did you say i said scream is the only thing that goes on through my head whenever i randomly think about this movie because my internalized rage so gosh
0: uh so then we get the little the little senior night moment after the play where they announce where everyone's going to college and homeboy gets like a the one guy's like "Hey, you did it you passed your classes congrats um, and then they announce her what's going, and then they go, someone has a decision to make. And Troy's like, actually, I chose both, basketball and music. And that was the moment that everyone was waiting for for the since the beginning of the movie, where you didn't know what Troy was picking for college.
1: I love how he just said both.
0: Yeah, I decided to pick both, and we're like, ah. Oh. And the risk of him going to Juilliard was so funny to me. I was like, is this man really going to go to Juilliard? Like, is he that good? Um, and then that was the moment when Chad was gone, and I was like, he's dead. I'm not kidding. Like, trigger warning, young Mariah thought that Chad killed himself.
2: <gasps> Imagine Disney. I thought they were going to
0: walk into the basketball court, and he was going to be.
1: What do you mean? Well, like, dead why? in the basketball Because you know if he killed himself, it'd be in the basketball court. He said, I'm going to die. I'm going to die with my one true love
0: i just thought that after this movie that he was he was having a very hard time with the change of high school and college and then when he found out that troy wasn't going to the college that he said he was going to i thought he was down for the count girl that's funny (laughs) and then they have that cute moment where troy's like hey man like i know i'm going to a different college but like it's still basketball for life like i'm still gonna play and when i when i face ucla we're gonna kick your ass so don't you worry it was so cute. And I was like, "Oh, look at them still being pals. It made my heart happy to know that he was like, it's okay. We're still going to play and I'm still going to give you a run for your money. And basketball's still going to be a part of our lives. Yeah. And I just imagine those moments when they, they go against each other throughout the four years, how happy they are. Because, like, I remember when I would do sports and I would run into people that I was friends with when I was in college. And it was just such a good moment to be like, hey, what's up? I haven't seen you in so long, Like, but I'm going to kick your ass today. Good luck. It was a cute moment um and and at this point in the movie when they are all sad on stage is when i immediately start to get emotional i've told kinsey again before i think the reason why i get emotional during movies like this is because i love the sense of community that they portray um it's something about the close-knit of them being all friends and also so really why you like the outsiders the people in this movie were also just like, actually friends in real life. And I know, after five, six years of them making these movies, they just got really close. And it's really sad that it's ending for them. Like, that's a life experience. Yes. They're all 17-year-olds, like, having a unison experience Except together. For Taylor. Except for Taylor. Except for Taylor, who was 20.
1: Uh- <laughs> no, I thought she was 25, dude. She was 25.
0: She was 25 by the end of the movie, right? Yeah. Okay, so, like, regardless, all seven of these people, or all six of these people are having a very, like, it, this is a big deal for them. Like, that's going to be a part of their lives forever. And, like, I put myself in their shoes when I watched this movie. I'm like, this is so sad for them.
1: That's so funny you say that because when I was a kid, I did the exact same thing. And to think that my kids self could empathize with the actors themselves and how close they'd be on the movie. Like, outside of the, you know, the fictional world of High School Musical. Like, I was like, oh, my God, I'd be crying right now if I spent that much time making movies with these same yeah. people. And when the movie... It's like the Harry Potter crew.
0: After the graduation which I cry, I start crying during the graduation. But when it ends and the curtain falls and it shows the six actors all standing there just like acknowledging, I'm going to cry. That moment at the end of the movie when the six of them are just standing there and they're not even saying anything. They're just like smiling, but you could see the tears forming in some of their eyes. I start like sobbing at that moment. I'm like, I know this is so emotional for them.
1: And I know they're, like, recording it as they do that scene. But, like, they're also recording, like, the last. Yes. Like, they're, like, you know. It's still like, they're, It's simultaneously, like, a live action um reward c- ceremony. And it's being recorded for the movie. Like, I think they took that scene, that last scene. Like, ve- well, it wasn't the last one. But, you know what I'm saying. I think they took it very seriously as if they were having their a- re- award ceremony for, like,
0: also, ceremony. So so the, the, the very scenario. last scene after the graduation, it is that it's it's like the I, I I'm assuming they recorded it last. It is the last scene of the movie where they are no longer in High School Musical Universe. It is just the six of them standing in front of a red curtain, and they do their yeah. little jump and they screen crap it and then they stand there and they're just standing there smiling. It makes me because I think that's what it was. They deliberately probably filmed that part last as a closing call for the big six actors, and it is so emotional to watch.
1: Yeah. I mean, I feel like I can really just resonate with that feeling. When I was in high school and I graduated, I was... It was a weird feeling for me when I graduated high school. It was very sad because I loved cheer and I didn't know what to look forward to. When I graduated college, I had a much better graduation where I felt like I'd really accomplished something I really wanted. And it was very emotional and I was very sad um, but happy at the same time. I feel like I can more so resonate with how they ended their high school career with how I ended my college one, you know?
0: Yes. When I graduated high school, I was, like, waiting for the emotions. I was like, that's it?
2: Yeah, I was like,
1: that's it? Well, you also
2: graduated um, during – what's it called? No, Um, I'm talking about high school – Oh. When I graduated high school When I- you said that's I- it, I-, I was like, Well, no shit, you graduated during COVID. That's probably I all a really I was in small it. high
0: school and I knew every single person in that building since kindergarten. Like if you asked me a rain in my yearbook, I could tell you their whole life story. So I thought when I graduate high school it was going to be an emotional experience for me.
1: I but thought I graduated cute. and
0: I was like, That's it, fuck this place, bye.
1: It was underwhelming. Yeah. I was I was sad because I'm autistic and I don't like when patterns change yeah or routines change so i was actually more upset about like what am i gonna do and what's college gonna be like and i want to like you know i cried the first three days of college i begged my dad to take me out of school because i was that scared <laughs> um you know can remember the whole weekend like we had friday saturday and sunday before we started classes on monday and mm-hmm. i was like i can't do this shit like this is crazy but when i graduated high school i was just like I feel sad because I don't even know what's going to happen in my life, but it felt so underwhelming. I was like, I don't know why this even mattered. Yeah. yeah.
0: But I, I think I just really resonate because, like, you're right. The like the ending and the big change is always, like, an emotional part. So whenever I watch in this movie, I'm like, that is so sad. Like, they had to say bye to their friends, and they have to move on. And I think I'm very sad
1: that Zac Efron and Gar- and uh, Vanessa Hutchins did not work out because my, my childhood self really wanted them to. And I thought they were so cute with one another. Did they, they really did date they at all? They did date in real life. And um he really did her dirty, so Yeah, I what think happened?
0: during the second movie and half the third movie they were like actually dating in real life.
1: Tell mm-hmm. me what happened. She won't even meet up for a reunion. high school reunion if Zach Efron is there. I wanna know. Please. And I'm like, per okay, respect. <laughs> yeah, he must have done something. If to no it, don't girl. tell me
0: right now, I'm gonna look it up. Oh, we don't know I don't know like the exact details of it.
1: Really? I know, but all like I remember when they did the High School Musical reunion, everybody was so like it was like the itty kind of like how Ariana Grande is with that rap right now. Like, it was the itty that she would not show up on the reunion if he was there. Yeah, well, but you said he did her dirty, so I'm confused. Oh well, because she's the
0: one who's the most vocal about it. Like she literally will say she won't be there if Zach's there. So we're assuming he's the one who's in the wrong.
1: Yeah, he must. Oh, it's an good.
2: assumption.
0: I'm looking up. Okay.
1: Um. But, also, something also sad is when Vanessa, Vanessa Hutchins uh, stopped dating Austin Butler, but he's actually a horrible person. Yep.
0: Um, but, yeah, so that, that, that concludes the High School Musical trilogy. Uh, it is an emotional film for me. Every time I watch it, I think I will never not cry to that movie. Um, I think they do a good job at really portraying the emotions correctly, like I said. Like, the concept of moving on and how it is a bittersweet moment. Like, even now, everyone's a while we'll talk about how, like, one day I might move to a different state and Kaylin will have a family and not have time to see me. And that's so... just life. But it doesn't mean that it's sad. I'm still looking it up. You know? Um, so, Kinsey, would you share this movie with someone else? Would you share the whole trilogy with someone else?
1: Um... I would only share it with my close friends because, like, I feel like I have a very select taste of who I deem my very close friends or best friends. And if they are my close friends, that means we probably have the exact same humor or a very similar childhood. Like, I know Kaylin didn't experience this, but you and I know, Mariah that if had she experienced this, she would have loved this when she was young. Yes. Especially with, you know, Ashley Tisdale playing um, Sharpay. So Mm -hmm. I would share this again for just... Nostalgia memories and the, the soundtracks are so good. Honestly, I would just share it just to listen to the soundtracks with somebody and sing it with them. You know? Only finding yeah. dead ends people.
0: Um Caitlin, would you share the trilogy with someone else?
2: Uh probably unfortunately not. Uh, I think it's something just shared with the close friends or them shared with me. I don't see myself really watching them again.
0: Caitlin, I have some another question specifically for you because you made a comment during the high school Musical two recording. Did you feel like Sharpe got the story and the justice that she deserved in this film?
2: I I kind of like that she was like a little bit just like, you know, out of choice pants for a second. Um, and when you mean say justice, you mean just like, you know, she's just her own character? Yeah. Yeah, she just did her own thing. Like, honestly, the only thing she really added to the plot was telling... Troy that Gabrielle was, like, or Gabriella, whichever one, was uh, going to that program before Gabriella had the chance to. And, like, she still is just kind of, like, an all-about-me character, but I like that she was a lot less, like, home y How
0: did you feel about the fact that she didn't get into Juilliard and she decided to just come back and work in the drama department?
2: It's giving, um, what's it called? Those, those seniors who peaked in high school and can't fucking move on with life so they come back and bother their teachers
1: i'm very upset to see that actually though because i feel like she really had a stage presence to her and that she should have just tried somewhere else yes. yeah
0: i agree she could have went to any other college yeah that's kind of stupid
1: it feels like she's just like basically the replacement for the theater teacher for whenever she dies like i feel like she just went went into that girl's
0: I
2: agree. But it's so stupid because, like, as fucking, like, over the top as she has been, like, the entire trilogy, it's like, you look at her character, like, she has nothing but, like, going up. Like, literally, like, the bop to the top
1: vibe. I feel and, like, like did that to her on purpose. Bop to the top
2: to fall back down to, the, like, ladder, step one, just to stay in high school, really?
1: Yeah, I feel like the producers or whatever really hated her, and they just were like, nah, we won't let her succeed in any way. It is on the clock.
0: It is. Um... And then, Kaylin. Yes. What are you sharing with us next week?
2: Oh my god. I am sharing
1: Tomatron as a girl. Woo-woo.
0: Exciting. I'm so excited.
1: I've already watched it, and it's phenomenal. I know. Colin literally,
2: like, kicked his feet like a girl,
1: and, like, (laughs) I wasn't sure how to feel
2: after the first episode, because I was like, is this gonna be, like, gender bad in a tropey way but it ended up being so stinking cute and honestly I felt like a lot of the characters related to me I see a lot of our friend group in it and it was just like really endearing give me give me skate vibes a bit and I'm excited to talk about it I honestly should probably just watch it again because I loved it that much
0: how exciting I cannot wait (laughs) well talk to you guys next week
1: bye bye